Yo, 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 what is going on, Gridiron Podcast listeners? Gridiron X, sorry. Uh, we got a couple guests lined up today. Sam and Coach are out as they are very busy. But we do have a few, uh, just a, a little bit of a preview. We have uh, League Favorite and uh, Possible, again, this is a very debatable conversation, but Possible, greatest of all time of Gridiron X, uh, uh, Jason or Undead Gilly or Falcons. Uh, we got lined up Will or the Packers or Hangtime or shoot, Will's Panthers. <laughs> we have Jack- Jackson or the Giants. And we also have Crambit in the Panthers who has his top 10 list that we will get into later tonight. Uh, Jason, you want to go ahead and unmute? How are you doing today, man? Jason. <laughs> If you didn't know, you're muted. Hello? Rusty, you weren't even lined up. Jason, you there? Alright, well, I guess Jason's having some technical difficulties. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, Rusty, other people were already lined up. You didn't even volunteer. So, you're just here as an audience. Anyways, uh, I don't, I don't know what about, nope, too late, way too late. So, uh, we had a few things that we wanted to get into right now, and, uh, it's nearing the very end of week 17. Week 18 is on the horizon, about, I'd say, 10 to 20 minutes away. Uh, but I can go through the playoffs right now, and what the bracket looks like. So, on the AFC side... With the one seed would be the Broncos. Who is Broncos? Is that is that Quelly? I think it's Quelly. The Broncos are indeed. Okay. Oh, there you are, Jason. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> you're you're good. You're good. Uh, and then the two seed, the Dolphins, which I believe is Jake, uh, who as of right it's now good. is playing the seven seed, who is the Chargers, who is inactive and is going to be kicked. I'm pretty sure. So I don't think that's going to stand. Unless something crazy happens. In the three seed, we have League Legend, Lemon Bodies, or Alex, the Texans. And as of right now, they ha- they go, go up against the six seed, who is the Titans, which is a new user, I believe. So that's cool. And as the four seed, we have still relatively new user, Carlson, who's Steelers, going up against the five seed. The dusty human being, Rusty, as the Jets. Gross. Uh, <laughs> Chargers isn't going to stay. As far as I know, that seven seed is going to go to either, depending on who wins. There's actually going to be an FS uh, after this sin, which is huge, between the Raiders and the Colts, Coach and Sam. And whoever wins that has a good chance to make it in. If Sam wins it, I think Sam will definitely make it in. But if he doesn't, it's either going to go to Coach the Colts or it'll go to G-Man the Jags. So that's going to be a very interesting pair sim, and I wouldn't want to pair sim it if I were them because that's a very important game, but it's going to be very interesting. But let's say right now, let's just say that Raiders, because Raiders have the best chance of making it in right now in terms of record and tiebreakers. Let's say that Raiders makes it in. So that has him at the seventh seed against um, Jake. 
I find this a close game. Sam definitely has that gene in him to pull upsets, but I do think Jake would come out on top of that. He showed a lot of recent success in the playoffs, uh, which would lead him to playing the winner of, well, it would depend. The Texans and Titans is, again, if it was Stan. I, I've heard that the Titans are solid. I heard that he actually beat Alex before, earlier this season. But I think I mentioned this before, that Alex has not won a Super Bowl yet this whole week or this whole year. And I feel like he's going to be out for blood, especially because Titans beat him early in the season. I think he's going to go on a revenge tour, and he's going to beat them. Listen, I'll be honest. I've, I've played Alex a ton of times both in playoffs and in regular season. And I'll be honest, regular season Alex is very good, but he definitely does a step up in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He he's, he's, takes massive leaps yeah. when it comes to the playoffs. So I see that game being a very good one. And I've heard a lot of um, trash talk has been happening in the general chat recently that has made Alex even more mad and even more willing to push through and win. Uh <laughs> We'll see, though. Anything can happen. We've seen it time after time again. <laughs> time after time. And whether it's in the playoffs or even in the regular season where uh, players will pull upsets. I mean, we saw it years ago. Uh, Coach pulled an upset against Shake in the first round, which was absolutely nuts, and it was awesome. We've seen upsets all the time in the regular season. It, it can happen. That's all I can say. And this I don't even know if you could call it an upset. I, again, I don't know how good this Titans guy is. He's in a division with Alex, which is a very tough division. So we don't know how that's impacted his uh, regular season record and why he's the sixth seed. Moving on to Steelers-Jets. Now, personally, I think this might be one of the better games in on the AFC side. Uh, you got Rusty and you got Carlson. Both very good users. However... It's tough to say, but I think Rusty and the Jets would pull it off just because I think the only reason he's not winning his division is because he's got Jake in there, and Jake's a tough player. I don't know what his record is, though, but he's the five seed, and I, I think he's got a good shot against the Steelers. The Steelers are good, too, but in my opinion, I think they play down to their opponent a little bit. Uh, I've played See, him a couple times. Go ahead. If I can just jump in here. Um, this is this is a very close divisional race in the AFC. So you have Dolphins, aka Jake, twelve and four, very very good record. But you have Jets, Rusty, eleven and five. It is a very tight race. If Absolutely. depending on how these last two weeks shake out, it's it's possible that Rusty might enter that spot. Interesting. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't have the record in front of me because I'm looking at the bracket right now. That's, ooh. Uh, so that would possibly have Jake playing uh, the Steelers if that were to happen. He got the vision clinched. Oh, does he have a clinched already? Uh, okay. okay. So I just saw the record. And I'm pretty sure Rusty said earlier that he already has a five seed locked up. He's not moving. So, because he's getting, he's he plays a CPU next week. So. Uh, understood. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, in my opinion, no no offense to Carlson. He's actually a very good user. I've played him a couple times. However, I do think he plays out sort of like Notre Dame in college football. They, he kind of plays down to his opponent. He's prone to upsets, and I've beaten him a couple times myself. Plus, I think 
He's been beaten by, but he has beaten Barry. So I, he's beaten Jake. I'm pretty sure he's beaten Gilbert Rover. I'm no, don't quote me on that. I I think he has though. But I I do think I see the Jets coming out on top. Jason, do you want to take over for the NFC, or you want me to go? I mean, I can jump in for the NFC here and there, but I feel like you've been doing a really good job. Okay. If I can just go ahead and mention right off the bat, though, John having a fantastic season. I haven't had a chance to play him yet, but he seems like he has been balling out. Nothing but respect. He's He seems to have improved his game a lot. So just wanted to jump in and say that right off the bat. Yep, absolutely. Uh, he's been very, very solid this year. Obviously, in the one seed alone, will always show that you had a very solid year. But, uh, yeah, and nobody else from the NFC is there. But I do want to mention that this – I think this NFC is stacked, and it's going to be tough making these playoffs. You can just tell right off the bat by seeing that there is three NFC North teams in the playoffs right now, which is very, very cool to – very impressive. By that. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. It bears as well, like – you have you have the Lions, obviously Rover, fantastic player, eleven and four. But then you also have Bears at eleven and five, and then Packers at nine and six. That's very yep. tough, and very tight division. Absolutely, um, that, definitely excited to see what that can do in the future. Yep, and that absolutely impacts on how hard it is to make the wild card with other teams. It pushes them to have to win their division, and the divisional races become even more and more important. But starting right now, as of now. Uh, Will, aka the Packers, has the seven seed, and right now is going against the 49ers, which is Choka, and he is the two seed, which I'm very impressed. Choka has been a very known user through the years, and has always either been, he's been a little inconsistent in my opinion. One year he'll have a crazy year like this year, and the next year he'll almost miss the playoffs. It's he's inconsistent, but he's always been underrated, and he can always come at you out of nowhere. And I've heard that. He played Alex earlier today, and he kept it close the whole time. He played a very good game. Choke has always been one of those users that it's hard to beat just for the fact that he has a really good run game almost every season. Absolutely. Like, if I can just pull up the stats real fast. Uh, As it currently stands, Raheem Mostert has 1,000... 344 yards and 14 touchdowns. He killed me when we played a few weeks ago. He killed me. He has 39 broken tackles with him. But here's the thing you're forgetting. He also has Kyle Juszczyk. 417 rushing yards, 9 rushing touchdowns. And on 83 attempts, he has 29 broken tackles. Absolutely absurd production from the fullback. He can do it all in the running game. And that just opens up his passing game even more. Debo Samuel, over 1,000 yards. George Kittle, over 1,000 yards. Give it another week. Randall Cobb will be over 1,000 yards, too. I expect all of them to be over 10 touchdowns for the season. Like, he's a very impressive offensive team, without a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he was very, very... He had a lot of weapons when I played him. Uh, Again, like you just said, Kittle and Debo alone are just great great passing options that he has that he can go to just about any time and rely on them being open or being able to haul it in. But not only that, their running game, like you said, opens up the passing game so much because he's just unbelievable. Like, Mostert killed me that game, literally killed me. But uh, out of these two, Will has been a very solid user this year. 
and has thrown very little picks. However, and that's one of Toku's things, in my opinion. That's the only problem he has is his consistency with his passing game and throwing picks, which can be tough. And will typically will have a good user. However, I just I think I see Toku com coming up with this win, and I hope I I want to see him make a deep run. I, he deserves his chip. I'm pretty sure he's never won a chip in this league, and it would be really cool to see him win one. Uh, moving on to the line. So at the three seed and six seed, as of right now, again, would be Roverhead28 and Undead Gilly. The Falcons and the Lions. Now, personally, I know I said Steelers and Jets would be good, but this, I think, would be an amazing wildcard wild round. I, I don't know about you, Jason. but Me, me and Rim definitely have a couple classics in our time span. We, we haven't played as much as, as some of the other users Taste. Well, I think I think a record right now is like I think I'm three versus two to him, but it's very close. Oh, yeah. He's a very good player. the The big thing really for me is like the X factor coming in this game is Frank Gore. Can he keep up the consistent play at this old age? No one knows how he does it. Honestly, I really don't either. He's just putting in work. But with Rover. He has Pollard back there at running back. It's very difficult to stop Pollard, no Absolutely. doubt. One of the more underrated backs in the league. Ex oh, exactly. For years, obviously being a backup behind Zeke, everyone's going to look like an amateur. But then, obviously this season, he's been having an amazing season in real life, and I think in Madness it shows just as much. The one thing I'm more worried about than anything, though, even more than Pollard in the running game, is the passing game. Rover has one of those offenses that he spreads the ball around more than almost anyone I've ever seen. And it works I mean, well with any QB. <laughs> Literally exactly. any QB. It can exactly. be a 99 throw power, negative 2 speed QB. It can be a 99 speed and about 12 throw power QB. It works. And he, he, he has five, wide well, five uh, offensive weapons that have 30 or more catches. Which is, it speaks volumes right there. A lot of targets going a lot of different places. He is just a very hard person to, to play against. And that's without even mentioning how great of a defense he always consistently builds. Obviously trades to get like Devin White while keeping some of his young stars like Jeff Okuda keep him very competitive. Trevon Diggs as well. Like he, he builds mm -hmm. his secondary exactly how you'd expect a, a, one of the best players in the league to do so. And then not only that, but has a great linebacking core with Alex Anzalone and Devin White. It's just hard to beat this man. It really is. Nothing but respect for him. That, and I'm just so impressed on how well he's built his line team. They literally have almost zero things to work with. Yeah, you could trade young guys like Hawkinson and Swift, but that's not that smart in my opinion. He's found a way to turn that, not fully turn it around yet, but make it a usable team. Like, it's usable, almost, if that's even a word. And one thing, I, if I can just add on, that's super Absolutely. impressive as well. He's He has been using two QB. Jared Goff is at 156 pass attempts. Teddy Bridgewater is yeah. at 154. They are, he's doing well with both of them, without a doubt. Jared Goff had a, a bit of a dip in his production in terms of interceptions. Like his, he has a, more interceptions. But Teddy Bridgewater has done fantastic. Like He is just one of those players that is very hard to beat. Easily one of the top five, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Definitely. Sorry, I was just checking to make sure we were recording. It would be so depressing if we had all this and I wasn't even recording. I got scared for a second. <laughs> but It would be um, rather sad. Yeah, so... I know we haven't even done predictions for this game yet. It's so tough, though, because I this game could really go either way. It's, man, it's, this is definitely See, I think, I, game of the week. I, I kind of agree. The thing, the thing with, with this game, I feel like, comes down to this. Like, I, I've been having struggles, most certainly, with, with turning the ball over because I've, I've kind of just been in the situations where I'm like, fuck it, I'll throw it. But you, you can't be doing that. Like I've had, I've had the opportunities to to be able to just kind of throw the ball up and have a good time. With it. But with Rover, I need to make sure I stay in the mindset of throw, throw smart, even if it's just a dump route. Don't take yeah. the shots over the top, especially with how good of a defense he has. Take what he gives me, and then take the ball away. That's yeah. what I'm gonna have to try and do. Absolutely. One of the things when you're playing Rover, you need perfection. If you throw one pick, that could cost you the game, in my opinion. He's one of those people. Whereas, no offense to these guys again, I'm just speaking the truth. If you're playing someone like, I don't know, Jacob or the Bears or even Rusty, if you throw a pick, you're still in it, but it's tough. Whereas Gilbert or like Alex, it's very tough once you've already had one turnover because they'll take advantage of that and get a higher lead than they would have already had or get a lead. Yeah. Uh, my my big thing is I feel like me and me – and- um, I feel like me and Rover are very similar in that aspect, where it's you, it really comes down to who makes the most mistakes. Yeah. And with me and him, it's going to be very few, in my opinion. Very few mistakes are going to be made. So it, it's really going to come down to pretty much who has ball last, in my opinion. It's going to come down to yeah. a very Game similar drive. situation. It's going to come down to similar situations, Bills versus Chiefs last night. Yep, Fantastic absolutely. game. Absolutely. I see a very similar a great, outcome. Uh, uh, analogy, I think the word is. A great analogy. I hope that's the word or else that's embarrassing. That but, is the word. Okay. That is the word. <laughs> By the way, before I say my prediction, I order, if you, one of you better be streaming this. If not, uh, I'm going to be pretty mad at you guys. So, <laughs> Anyways, if I keep have... Sp- Sorry, what? I said I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> If I had to make a prediction, no offense to you, I think I would go Rover only because I just, oh man, this is so tough though. Only because kind of like just the way his team is built compared to yours, I think he has a better overall team because you have more, I just don't know if the old guys would even keep up with his guys. But again, he still doesn't have the best roster. He still has the Lions. You got to understand that. But I, I completely understand that. I'll freely admit, I didn't build this team to be good. I, I built this team to have fun with them. And, and to prove people well, wrong. I'll, I'll let you know. Much like, may, may he rest in peace, much like the Kobe Bryant retirement tour, I feel like every single game is like that. You have Frank Gore coming and making plays. Larry Fitz, I've had multiple plays where Larry Fitz has lost people. But then you have people like Cameron Away coming off the edge. Like, this is a big, big team for a retirement tour. It's just a big party every week, so that's what I'm kind of building it to be. Yeah. So I, I can understand giving him the emphasis and giving him the the credit he definitely deserves with that team that he has built. So I understand yeah. that. Yeah, I think I'd have to go with 
Lions, but I mean, you can give your prediction if you want, but you're kind of competing in it. So oh, I'm absolutely biased. biased. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm absolutely biased. I think I'll win. Um, full credit to Rover. He's an amazing player. Um, I feel like when it comes to us playing normally, it, it really does come down to last drive. So I have to give myself the confidence. Yeah, I have, I have to give myself the confidence and the trust that I know I've built up. And I have to believe I'll win. All right. Moving on to the final game of the first round. I don't know if you want to do second round, like full playoff predictions or not, but for the last game of the wild card, uh, the Panthers and uh, uh, the Bears, which should be Kramnit and Jacob. This is also, we have a couple few good games here. This is going to be one of them, too. I know you may not be too familiar with Jacob. He's still kind of new. He joined back uh, back when we started the real league a uh, couple couple before the ten years in. He was the Cowboys. He, is he the is he the Bears? Is that, is that yeah. who it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm semi familiar with him. He is a definitely a good player. But yeah. Crambit with that team, I don't. Crambit, honestly. I know he's in here, but I just have to say, Kramit, if I have to give my opinion for like the big dark horse, the team that I think people might underlook but really struggle against, it's definitely him. He has that, that defense that it's just it just swallows everything up. It's a dark hole. You have to play. I know I said against Rory to play a perfect game, but it, especially against Kramit. Yeah. That's one of the things I was going to say, is that Kramitz defense is so good, and no offense to Jacob again, no offense to anybody, like, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, I'm just trying to say what I think is true, say my opinion, that's what this podcast is kind of about, but um, I think I'd have to go with Kramitz in this one, it's going to be a good game, I think, but one of Jacob's problems, because I, I used to be in this division, and I'd play him two times a year, his interceptions are terrible. He is not good about not throwing picks. He's very similar to me. No, not as many as me, but he throws a lot. Like, I think he threw three against me at week two. He's not very good about his interceptions. Uh, and I think that Crabbit's going to be able to swallow him up, like you said. And he's going to have CMC lead him all the way, I think, and through that game. Uh, but that is a problem for him is that I don't know how his passing game would be. As I'm pretty sure he's starting Sam Darnold right now, who isn't the best. But what was Cam Newton? Oh, Cam Newton. Oh, all the way. That concerns me even more. <laughs> um, but I building on what you just said, especially with with the Bears, he does have a a very decent stat line, except for one thing: thirty interceptions. He, his stats right now are, are very reminiscent of like Jameis Winston from his last year with the Bucks. Of thirty-seven touchdowns and thirty interceptions, it's it's tough to win games when you're throwing that many interceptions. So I'm, yeah. it's definitely going to be a close one. But I don't, I just don't think you can make those types of mistakes against someone at, on the level of Crambit with that team that he has and just the user skill that he has. So yeah. my edge for this game has to go to Crambit. Absolutely. Now, did we want to do the full playoff predictions, or do we want to we can. save that? We, we can do that, or we can save it for next week. I think we can go That's... and do them, if you're up for it. Oh. I'm, I'm perfectly up for that. Okay, so we'll go back to the AFC side of things. Uh-huh. Uh, I had the Dolphins, the Texans, 
and the uh, Jets. So that means that the Jets would play uh, Quelly. Quelly. They play yeah. one. So, oh, and then Jake versus Alex. These are these. Good. Those four games, or those four, those two games, I should say, are going to feature some of the best football we'll see, in my opinion. They, those are going to be fantastic games. Yep. I, I'm, I'm just excited for this playoffs in general. This, it's some good comp. This is one of the most even slash competitive brackets I think we've seen in a while. This It's going to get Absolutely. interesting. Uh, Alright, so I guess we start with the 1 versus the 5, Broncos and Jets. So Quelly is one of those users who, well definitely, and I'm not saying he's easy by any means, but he knows how to get the ball downfield quick and deep. He's able to run a lot of deep routes that will burn you and... He's got a very solid defense in general, very solid user. I just played him a few weeks ago. He picked me off quite a few times. Uh, and you have Rusty, who, and no offense, he does make some mistakes on offense, but his defense will typically put you in a box, although I guess it's kind of hard to say that after his game against you earlier this season. But <laughs> if, if, I can just, if I can just say, there is, like, like you're, I definitely agree that Crowley's passing game is, is outstanding. Elite. But his rushing game might be even more impressive. Mm-hmm. He has 256 Javante attempts. Adams. He or Javante is, Williams. That's a Williams, yeah, not Adams. He's a very yeah. talented running back. I'll, I'll say he breaks 70 tackles, and he's very fast. He exactly. Can definitely be a difference in the he has 256 carries on the season for 1,500 yards and 16 touchdowns. Very, very impressive, and I believe uh, in the league he is he is fourth for for broken tackles. Uh, Steelers, real fast, if you don't mind me just saying, uh, your mic is on and we can all hear you. I don't hear him. Perfect. Um, uh, I think it's because I have him muted. <laughs> That's probably for the best because he was bringing his dog outside to pay. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know. I think I had him muted last track. time I was on the podcast because he was in here. Got but, it. Yeah, yeah no so very me. impressive stats with, with Javante Williams. And if I can also just add in, Melvin Gordon only on 28 attempts has seven rushing touchdowns. Very, very good production there. Yep. Plus, he, he hasn't ran much with Colin Kaepernick. Most of his rushes appear to be, or at least most of his rush attempts appear to be QB Neals. But you cannot count out Colin Kaepernick's legs. He is nope. a fast QB. And that's he's something I'm also impressed with, that he's been doing it with Colin Kaepernick. That has developed him always like an 85 overall, which is very impressive. Mm. Now, the one thing I will say, 21 picks is is more than we're used to seeing for a user like Quelly. So yeah. I could definitely see that potentially being a, a problem. But on the other side of things, I feel like Rusty's defense does a very good job of bringing pressure a lot. At the very least, against me, he, he had people get in pretty often. So, with, with Colin Kaepernick, he has 21 interceptions, but he's only been sacked 13 times. Which kind of says a lot about how good this O-line has been. Yeah. And I will also say, as far as I know, Saquon Barkley for the Jets has been very good as well. He's been in the MVP conversation as well as Joe Mixon and Deshaun Watson. He's had a lot of yards, but 
Saquon's problem this year now. I don't I don't know. As far as I know, though, he's had like seven or eight fumbles, which is very not very good for a running back like him. But that, that, that is correct. He's been a very solid running back. Um, as far as I know, a lot of tu- a lot of yards and like seventeen or so touchdowns, something like that. He's a very solid back, and he can definitely be a difference maker as well. But in conclusion, yeah. I think I'd have to go with the Broncos just because. Crowley's offense is so unstoppable. Like, I played him a couple weeks. There's literally nothing you can do. You can't stop the run. He'll, on third and long, he'll run it when you're thinking pass because it's third and long, and he will break a tackle and just get right through. Like, his running, his offense is just unstoppable. I think Crowley comes out to win. No disrespect to Rusty, but I think I think Crowley comes out with it. Pain. I'm going to give a hot take here. I really could. I could see this game going either way. Absolutely, um, it could. With with the the offense that that Rusty has, it seems like like Quelly's uh, more so ran through. <laughs> it seems like Quelly's more so ran through Cortland Sutton or Javante Williams, but with um, excuse me, but with um, I'm blank on his name, Rusty. Thank you. With Rusty, he um he has a very balanced offense with a thousand yards from two receivers, while also having Jameson Crowder, an elite slot receiver with eight hundred yards, and yeah. then obviously having the ever fantastic Saquon Barkley, who, as you mentioned, MVP season. The one thing that that worries me is the seven fumbles, and then also four fumbles with Zach Wilson. Yep. But beyond that, I I could. I think Jets is going to pull off the upset and win this game. I genuinely think it, it is very Sim. likely. <laughs> All right. We just simmed. I do want to refresh this to see if anything's changed really quick. Let's see. I don't think uh, – the only thing that is the seven seed for the AFC might be changed. I'm the second seed now. Oh. No, you're not the second. Yes, he is. Oh, oh sorry. Panthers. Holy thought, shit. How am I the second? Oh, so this changes a lot. Oh, God. Oh, it does. <laughs> I'm playing Choker now? Oh. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted Rover. It's because he just lost to Alex, I think. I didn't even think about that. Fuck. Man. Well, the AFC looks the exact same. It is, actually. The NFC, oh man! The NFC was just shaking up. Oh my god! I'm the second seed now. Chargers is about to make the playoffs. Oh my goodness! And it's a computer too. This is unbelievable. Um. All right. Well, really quick, I think we can go back through the NFC and make a few predictions really quickly. Just not as long, since it changed around. But I do think Krambit takes it over. Um. Will in the second and seven seed game. But Crambit, I mean not Crambit, Choka and Jason. I think Jason and Gilbert would have been good, but this is also very good. I I, I felt confident in how I could play against Rover, but I will admit I definitely had problems stopping the run, and I feel like Raheem might just might just ruin my day. But. <laughs> Come back to bite think, you from uh, yeah. V or from, GX? From last month. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, still think, I still think I'll end up winning that game. It's just going to be very tough because I do know Choka is a very good player. And I don't have as much experience playing Choka as well. 
So I've only played him a few times, to, to my knowledge, because he's always he's always the, the Titans. Yeah, um, but I think I'd have to go with you in this one only because uh, Choka does have a lot of offensive turnovers, or not a lot. I think he does have a tr- have trouble being consistent with his passes, and uh, he does throw some picks. And by the way, I would just like to say the reason it all changed around, it all got jacked up because Gilbert just lost to the Seahawks, a.k.a. Davis, uh, a few minutes ago. And that's why he dropped. And uh, Choka also dropped because he lost to Alex earlier today. And now Kramer gets to move up, which is a lot of moves. And wow, it's it's pretty interesting. This is what I love. I love it when it all changes with the matter. I would be the first seed if my force win never got messed up. Sucks. That's fat. Oh, won't lie to you, Cran, but um, <laughs> yeah, that I I was kind of shocked because I was the only real change I was kind of expecting was the Chargers. Um, it was Chargers, but yeah. I I didn't even realize that Davis and Rover played today. That he I'm sure just that lost to him. I'm pretty sure. Wait, but, wow. I think I think they said something about a force win, oh. but. No, that I think was, unless they glitched that out. Been a fun one to watch. Yeah, that that would have been a fun one to watch. Yeah. Okay. Well, really quick going through. I have Falcons over Choka, and then Gilbert or Rover. Sorry, I know I keep calling him Gilbert and Bears. I think I go with Rover here just because, again, like I said earlier, he's a guy who you can't make many mistakes against because he's not going to make many mistakes. And I think Jaco- J- Jacoby Jacob is going to make some. It, it's pretty tough at not throwing interceptions, and I think Rover, the Lions, comes out on top there. <laughs> Your mic's cutting out a little. Hold on one sec. Okay, RIP Jason. I'm sure he'll be back in a minute. Oh, there he is. Okay, uh, is that better? better? Yep, absolutely. Perfect. Um, So... Just looking back at the games that they've had this season, so far, Rover won game one, 37-24. And then in game two, Rover also won 34-12. to So I, I feel like the, the prediction that Rover wins this game is probably a good one, especially because looking at the second game, Justin Fields did not have a good game at all, 174 yards, but two interceptions for 41 passer rating. Not very good. And then in the first game that they played, uh, let's oh, see. Oh, speaking Jared... of the devil, look who's in the VC right now. Sorry to interrupt, but uh... no, you're you're completely fine. What is good, Rover? Uh, we're just saying we're giving our predictions, and we're we're predicting you beat the uh, the Bears, aka Jacob. Yeah, in in the first game that they played, Justin Fields, two hundred and four yards, two touchdowns, but three interceptions. So I could definitely, I, I definitely see Rover as the 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 winner of this game. Although I I wouldn't be shocked shocked if if Jacob plays plays really well and wins this game because Jacob's just a good user. Yeah, and his defense is really good. I must say he has, in my opinion. Now this is tough to say because there's some top tier users in here, but in my opinion, Jacob might have the best defensive user in the whole league. He's unbelievable. I forgot to mention that earlier. He's very good, but I still think I have. That- that is a hot take. Um, I, honestly, I have no idea who's the best user in the league, but I I still think Rover is is gonna win this game. Especially yeah. Rover's team, man. Like, I, like we we mentioned it earlier, but Rover's team he built it so well. 
Yeah. All right, well, let's go back to the NFC and what where we were. So we had Quelly against Rusty, and I think I predicted Quelly, but you, you predicted the upset, didn't you? I did. I predicted Rusty wins that game. I expected it to be a very close one. Interesting. Yeah, it, it will. I think it will, but I do see Quelly coming out on top just because his offense is so explosive. Anyways, next game, we talked about this. We previewed it a little bit, but Lemon Bodies or Alex – and um, I miss Packman and Jake. Jake, that, that's it. yeah, yeah, that'll be a fantastic game. No matter oh, how yeah. I slice it, those two are, in my opinion, two of the best users in this league. And I, I don't know if they played so far this season. I'll take a look real fast. They have with Jake ended up coming out on top. 35-17 being the final score. Make sure it wasn't Sims also. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. They, they played two different... Yeah, they played two times. Um, but that was the, the final score of the game. I, I can see this game going either way because I think they're both very, very good. But in terms of just overall like how good the team is, I think Jake has the edge, especially with having Devontae Adams on the team. He's just... Yeah, Devontae so hard is unbelievable to this year. He has very good stats. Um, and then you can't forget with with that the, with the team that Jake has. He obviously started with a very very talented young team, and then he's kept that up by keeping Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, and having two of the best corners in the game. So it's very hard to throw on him, which. I'll admit, Alex is one of the best in the league at throwing, but I, yeah, I just don't know. I don't. I don't know if he'll be able to do that well, even with having Brandon Cooks and Mikey Williams, because I know. He, I don't know how much he loves Mikey. This is such a tough um, decision, and um, it could really go either way. I'm. I'll tell you what. I think I got Dolphins. Dolphins beating them, Jake. A couple reasons. One, again, like you just said, the team with Devontae Adams just has he's developed him pretty solidly. And Alex doesn't have the most with the Texans. He does have Deshaun Watson though, who has had an unbelievable season. I think like fifty two or fifty three touchdowns or something like that. Just absolutely absurd. But one another reason though, I think a lot this Madden, Madden twenty two. We've seen Alex choke a lot in the playoffs recently. Or not even recently, just the whole of Madden 22. We've seen him choke. Almost choked against Choka. Almost. He's lost a number of times in the Super Bowl and in the conference finals. And I think Jake possibly comes out on top. But we'll have to see. That'll be a great game. I have to agree. I think Jake has, has definitely the edge just by the team that he started with and then what he's gotten since then. He's definitely built up a good chemistry and good rapport between the, the QB and Devontae Adams. So I, I kind of agree that I think Jake will, will come out on top. But again, would not be surprised if Alex takes it. I've, I know just how good Alex is, especially yeah. in playoffs. And especially because he's still trying to get that first stub, but we, we will have to see. Exactly, exactly. All right, going to the NFC now. So with the predictions that I had... It would be uh, the um, Redskins or John playing against 
going against you, actually, because you're the sixth seed. And then yes. the Rover or the Lions going up against Crambit. So those are yeah. two, again, very good games. Um, starting out with you and John. This is going to be good. Uh, John is known to have a very nice offense. He's able to move down the field pretty efficiently. I, As far as I know, though, his defense isn't the best and can be ran through. Or not ran through, but stopped, if you will. Uh, and so with a guy like you on offense, I know you can be very solid at exploding down the field. And again, you have a very solid defense. I've always had a very solid user and limits points, but I think it's tough. I think I'd have to go with you over John here though. This, this is a very tough, tough, tough matchup Yep. for, for both of us, I feel like, but his offense is one that's so high-octane. We haven't seen an offense really as all-around good as as this one, in my opinion. At least just looking purely at the numbers. Like, so far, Jordan Love, on, he has 4,150 yards, but he has 44 passing touchdowns and only 18 interceptions to go along with it. 69% uh, completion percentage <laughs> nice. for 108. Sorry. You're fine. You're fine. 118.4 passer rating. <laughs> very, very impressive numbers right there. While also having Antonio Gibson having 1,546 rushing yards and 13 touchdowns. He also has J, uh, JD McKissick, 276 rushing yards and five touchdowns. Running game stacked. But as I said earlier, his passing game with Jordan Love there is just incredibly good two cute or two wide receivers i should say with a thousand yards terry mclaurin with nine touchdowns curtis samuel with 10 logan thomas has seven touchdowns on the season for 664 yards and tyler boyd 644 yards six touchdowns this is an offense that i i genuinely don't know if you've seen one as high powered as this in the entire in the entire history of gridiron Mm-hmm. He, it's definitely it's definitely within top five, top ten at, at the very least of all time for our league. And yeah. then you mentioned his defense is is not as, not as good. I kind of disagree. His rush his rushing defense. He has three people with over ten tackles for a loss. He has two players that have pretty good sacks with Chase Young and Jonathan Allen, and then. Kendall Kendall Fuller with nine interceptions, Troy Apke with six. Like it's it's maybe not as good as his offense is, but it's definitely one of the better defenses in the league, without a doubt. The one spot that I think well, that I do see that he lacks is forced fumbles. But who cares when you're putting up these type of sacks, these type of tackles for a loss, and these yep. type of interceptions? So That's it's true. definitely going to be a, a tough point. game for. It's going to be a tough game for both of us. I feel like. Yeah. And again, I know it's kind of tough for you to predict your own game, but if you'd like to, you can, you know, give your prediction. I'll, I'll still give my prediction. Um, this, like I said, I can see this game going either way, but I, I'm going to have to give myself the slight edge just for the fact of I know roughly what he does, and I know that when, when the going gets tough against him, he likes to go to, to the normal – crossers uh, corners posts mm-hmm. and throughout throughout the time in man i've i've been able to figure out how to beat those pretty well so we'll end up having to 
just having to see who's able to get themselves in the better position at the end of the game. But it's definitely going to be a slugfest no matter who wins. Yep. And then moving on, uh, a very good game, Crambit or Panthers and the Lions Rover. This is, again, very good game matchup and is going to be a very good one. <sighs> Initial thoughts, um, Crambit, in my opinion, has been one of the guys who is similar to Rover, who limits the interceptions or limits the mistakes. So it's going to be similar to what it would have been with you and Rover. Just an all-out shootout, very little mistakes, high offensive game, I think. However, his defense is very good, as well as Rover. I, it's going to be a good game. That, that That's the bottom line. I think... Oh, man, it's so tough. It's so tough. Uh, I think I'd have to go with... Hmm... I think I'd have to go with the Lions with Rover, which is tough to say, but his defense is yeah. gonna. It's 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 gonna. I don't even know how to what evidence I should use as to why he would win. It's just gonna be a shootout. Hey, listen, there sometimes there's not not a ton of evidence, but it's just just hard feeling. I've I've played both of these people uh, numerous times. Kramit definitely more so because I've been in multiple leagues with him. Um, between this one and another one that we were in, in the past. And he is definitely a tough user, and he's getting better every game, without a doubt. Every time I play him, I'm impressed by how much he's grown. And I'm really, I again, I just know I've said this for literally every single divisional round game, but it's gonna be it's such a tough one to choose between. But I'm giving a slight edge to Crambit because while we did mention how good of a team Rover has built, the team that that Crambit has started with, with the Panthers, has vastly more talent. And then not only that, but he's added even more to it. Yeah. I, again, the Panthers are one of those teams that are so difficult to play against, no matter who's using them. So when you have a very, very skilled user like Crambit, it's, it's tough. I'm, I have to give my edge to Crambit in this one. Interesting. So... That takes us to the conference finals, which now it almost seems like uh, it's almost selfish of me because I'm kind of saying my picks in them, but my picks would have been Broncos and um, Dolphins in the AFC Championship. And then in the NFC Championship would have been Lions me and Bruce you. Bruce. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Would be very close. <laughs> so... It could have been a first-round matchup is now potentially the mm -hmm. championship matchup for the NFC. Honestly, I, I, I personally, honestly, from there, I don't know who would win because I feel like as the the season gets later, it's I feel like I step up my game a lot, and I haven't had the opportunity to play against Rover in a late in a late playoff push. I've, I've only played Rover once in the playoffs, and, and yeah. I ended up winning that game, but it was the first round. So playing him later on, I don't know. From what I'm told from Alex, and because he's had an extensive uh, amount of games against him, but Alex says that he gets a lot better as the season progresses too. So 
This is a tough one. Yep. I, as always, am going to give myself the edge because <laughs> I'm biased. Might I, everyone who's listening to podcasts, I'm biased towards myself for obvious reasons. But it's I'm going to give myself the slight edge. And this is going to be a shootout, an absolute shootout. Uh, like you Absolutely. said, it was great doubt earlier. Bills Chiefs. Uh, I think earlier you gave the prediction that you thought you thought um, Robert would beat I, me in the first yep. one, right? Do but you like still, you just do you said, I feel that? like you get a little more ice in your veins later on in the podcast, the podcast, the playoffs, <laughs> and uh, you you have that clutch scene. But I think I'd still give it to Gil, uh, the Lions. I think, yeah. Um, again, just the team in general is younger, faster. He's a very solid user, as, as um, obviously. I think you have to give it to him, but again, could go either way. Really, a very tough game. I love how the two the two things you said he, his team was was younger and faster because both of those are <laughs> so true. Very could not be more true. Um, mm-hmm. I, the one thing that I will say that I noticed, and this this could just be me again, me just being biased, but I feel like the older players react a lot quicker. I don't know, if maybe that's an awareness thing, like like the awareness traits are mm-hmm. higher, or what. But they they have played very very well. For me. They just appear to be all over the field. So I have no idea, but I definitely think speed wise and and like athletically. I think Rober will have the edge, but I think it, it really comes down to how that how that AI and that the awareness comes down to uh, comes into the game for for me. So I think those are the two big X factors: is just how how much my AI's like awareness can be there because it's been there all season. So I'm hoping it keeps it up. Yep, absolutely. But then <laughs> go to the NFC Championship where you have. Uh, Quelly, the Broncos, and Jake, the Dolphins, which can also be a very good matchup. Very good. If I, if I can just jump in, the AFC Championship game. AFC, I'm sorry. You're fine. Um, yeah, you you predicted Quelly. I still think I still think Rusty, but between Quelly and and Jake, or sorry, did you say Alex or did you say Jake? I, I think said we Jake. said Jake, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, between Quelly and Jake, two uh, two very good users. I'm gonna give the slight edge to Jake because I know that Jake has had the experience of winning the Super Bowl recently, and he's done it literally last year, like like last the last season that we've done. He's won it. Yep. So I know that Jake has the ice in his veins because he just played against Davis and, and did it. Yeah, I I trust Quelly because Quelly's just such a good player. But I'm I'm giving slight edge to Jake. I think again, this could also come down to the team you have, and like we said earlier, Jake has a solid built team, especially with Devontae Adams. But you've got to respect the fact that the Broncos, uh, Quelly has also done a very good job with uh, Javante Williams, and uh, his receiving core has been solid, and his defense, and he has a great user. Again, could that's go. That's definitely true. Could go either way. I think I give it to Quelly though. It's tough, but that that's definitely true. The 
the teams that they have, I feel like Quelly started with the better team. Um, Jake has built his team up a lot, but Quelly's team, the additions that he's made and the amount of upgrades he's gotten for his team, especially with like Javante Williams and a lot of his younger guys, I could definitely see that making a making a big push. Um, that actually does narrow down the game a bit for me. I'm still giving a slight edge to Jake, but it's very slight. Yeah. So that would bring the Super Bowl. Well, for my predictions now, if we were going off your predictions, which again, I'm kind of feeling a little selfish for. But if we were going off your predictions, it would be you and Jake, uh, assuming that you would yeah. have Jake beating Rusty or whatever that matchup would have been. But for yeah. me, it's Lions, Gilbert, or Rover, and Quelly. And this is a shootout. This is a shootout. I guarantee it. Um, I disagree. I don't think it's a shootout. I think it's a very defensive game. They both play each other a lot. That's also especially true. With, That's very with true. both of them being in the same division for a long time. I think they both know how the other plays. And I, I genuinely can see this game. I think giving it like an, a 17-13 win towards Rover. And by the way, do not apologize. I understand why why you're going with with your own um, oh, okay. with your own win. Yeah. So no worries yeah. there. But yeah, I give slight edge. My my <laughs> final score prediction is like 17-13 to Rover. Yep. This is so tough. And like and you made a very good point. It can has a good chance of being defensive. Um, I think if Rover is going to win, he needs to stop Quelly's offense. If he can stop Quelly's offense, that's a, kind of an X factor almost. If he if his defense can stop Quelly's offense, I think he's got a very good shot. But if not, I think Quelly takes it. That's really what it comes down to, whether he can stop the offense or not. Because, oh, man, I don't know. And Quelly, same thing. If he can stop Rover's offense or not, however... I just don't know if I can see Rover's offense being as explosive as, as Quelly's. It's just tough to say. Especially with the Lions and Jared Goff. But, or whoever he's starting. Or Teddy Bridgewater. But. Uh, man. It, it's tough. It really is. I think I have to go with mm. Lions though. Who, who'd you say? I can't even remember. I, I said Lions. And I said Rover. Lions. I think I'd have to go Has- Rover. And, again, as long as his defense plays outstanding, as it normally does, I think he'll have the slight edge, but not by much. Like you said, maybe even by a field goal. We'll have to see. And, and my big reason for giving Rover the slight edge, and this is no this is no disrespect towards Quelly, because I love Quelly, but the reason I give Rover the slight edge is just for the fact that, to my knowledge and their matchups, Rover normally wins the playoff games, whereas Quelly normally wins the regular season. So that is the sole reason why I'm giving the the, the edge to to Rover. I think in terms of skill, I think they're equal. In terms of teams, I think Broncos has the edge, but I'm giving the X factor towards Rover just because I know Rover has that has that edge in the playoffs. Yep. But there you have it, folks. That's a whole play. That took a while. That's a 54 minutes or around 54 minutes. That was a long time. Longer than I expected. But it's good. 
Um, so if I pull up my little script here, man, I don't know if we can pay all this in now, but I'm kind of glad about it. I think, uh, you can always try and fit it into another podcast, but I'm yeah. fine either way. All right. I think we're going to go to a couple guests here really quickly. Not as long of a segment as I thought we would have, but, uh, oh, Jackson's not here anymore, actually. But we have Will. Will, you want to say hi? Howdy. Love the howdy. Country boy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so you are the 17th. And as of right now, I'm going to play Kramit. So what do you think one of the things that you're going to have to do slash stop if you want to have a solid chance in that game? Well, first off, it's not even set in stone that I make the playoffs right now. True. Because... If I don't win, there's a good chance I don't make it in, assuming Davis wins. Because <laughs> he would have the tiebreaker over me. Ooh. And you play Gilbert, don't you? Yeah. And that, that's not going to be very easy. That's interesting. But, so, what do you think you... Alright, so... Alright, I guess I can kind of change the question a little bit. What do you think you need to do to have a good chance against Davis in this next game? And uh, try and... Oh, no, not Davis, Rover. To try and secure your playoff spot, because it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to have to play almost a perfect game of Madden to beat Rover. It was really difficult to beat him the first time. It, it all just comes down to quarterback play. Because the first time we played, <clears throat> he was switching between Steven Montez and Goff. Neither of them could really get anything going. So I think it all just depends on how the defense plays. If I can have a good defense against him, I think I, I can win. <clears throat> Interesting. But, yeah, best of luck to you there. And that's going to be a tough, tough game. And if you can win, then you got another tough game in Crambit. But. First thing, get to playoffs first, and then, and then start thinking about uh, about doing your best to advance in the playoffs. All right, well, Jackson left, so I think one more quick segment is I think Crambit had a top ten list he wanted to go over. Crambit, you here? Uh, yeah, top ten this season. From this season, you, you have yeah. four. Uh, number one, I have Smelly. At number two, I have John with the football team. Three, I have Lions through a Rover. Four, I have Jake as the Dolphins. Interesting. Five, I have Alex as the Texans. Six, I got me, uh, Panthers. At seven, I have Choka. At eight, I have Rusty as the Jets. Nine, I have the Bears. And ten, I have Gilly. I would switch. No, I have Gilly at nine. Gilly would be higher, but he hasn't played too many games this season. Yeah, I was going to say, I respect it. I haven't been able to prove myself against the nine top because I went on that trip to Florida. So I, I freely admit that I, if we're going this season alone, I definitely should not be in the top five by any means. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for thanks for that. That was cool. 
<laughs> Titan says it's rigged. In general, you can deal with him if you like. But all right. if I can just say real fast, Crambit, uh, can you can you run me through your your top four again? Oh my top four. Uh, number one, I have Smelly. Two, I have John. Okay. Three, I have Rover and Jake at four. Yeah, honestly, I think that's a very fitting. I think it's actually very accurate. Um, you could Rover switch. And Jake are oh. close, but I give. I would say just by how they've been playing, I think I I can see um, Rover being in that third spot. So I very much agree with that entire list. So very good job on that. All right. So now. Uh, so going off this thing, I think we got one more thing I'd like to go over that I thought it was Coach's idea, and it was pretty interesting in my opinion. Who do we think is ha, all right? Two things. One, who do we think has the biggest chance to be upset, and who do we have as a dark horse slash underdog in the playoffs? If you'd like to um, start it off. I would love to. I've already said, well, I, I said it earlier. I thought Cranville was my dark horse, but now that he's the Tusi, I don't think I can say that anymore. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give Rusty that spot right now. I think I genuinely think Rusty has a very solid chance of being able to build at build on what he's done already this season and push himself into. I I think the championship game, if not even further, because. In my prediction, I have him going up against Jake, and he's already played Jake twice, so he should know a little bit about how he plays and maybe how to adjust against it. Um, so I'm going to give my dark horse really to, to Rusty. Yeah, that's valid. It's absolutely valid. I think my dark horse, and it's tough to say because, again, he's still new. I haven't played him or anything. I think it could go to Titans, though. He's already beaten Alex once he's now again. Regular season Alex isn't as good as playoff Alex, but he's shown some promise. He's played Alex twice this year. Like you just said, he can know a couple adjustments to make. I think he might have a chance. Um, and again, that would almost be like my upset too. The most likely to be an upset. But another one for an upset would maybe be... I'm not going to lie, it could be Choco over you. And I know it's a three versus six, but... I was going to say, am I, is it possible for the six seed to be upset? <coughs> I don't think so, but I'll... No, but <laughs> in terms of... I don't know. I get what you're saying. In terms Excuse of, me. like, league production, like, league accomplishments. Yeah, in the last I'm probably years. the more favored. Yeah, I'm probably the more favored. Yeah. Uh, you got someone I, I, who you think most likely to upset? Most likely to get upset. I don't. I honestly don't think a four versus five is really an upset by any means. So I'm. I'm not going to put Rusty there again. But I think mostly could be upset. Honestly, I'm going to give it to either Alex or I'm going to give it to Quelly. And I'm saying it like that because I think Quelly's first game in the divisional round versus, in my opinion, Rusty. Rusty. And, yeah. and even if I'm wrong, I won't lie. Even if I'm wrong, you still have a very good user in Carlson. So even if I'm wrong in yep. saying Rusty, I think Quelly has a very good chance 
of, of playing a team that he might not even be prepared for. So I'm going to give either Quelly or Alex, and I'm saying Alex just because, he's like you said, he's already lost this season. Two Titans, but... Well, Those are my big two phrases. Let's be real. Be Most upset. likely to be upset in this playoffs. I think Jake's going to get upset by the Chargers CPU because, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Free win Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on today to help me out as others were out. But I think that's going to do it. We've been going for an hour, three minutes. This has been good. And we got other stuff that we can leave for other pods, too. So that's. Mm, I'm, I'm glad good. I was able to jump if you ever need someone to jump in and be in an emergency podcast ad, <laughs> I would love to Yeah, I always have a blast. Absolutely. Well, appreciate you coming on, and we appreciate you guys for listening. And uh, hopefully we're planning to do another one soon, only because it's the playoffs. We're trying to get more in. So hopefully uh, you'll hear our maybe beautiful voices, depending on what you think of us soon. Uh, and that'll wrap it up. Peace out. Tell me going.